So again, when we read scripture, the question we ought to be asking is, God, how, what are you revealing about yourself to me? What are you revealing about yourself to me? Right? Sometimes we read scripture and we're like, how does this apply to my life? And that's okay. It's good. But it's sometimes limited. Because the point of scripture, that is the point of the revelation of God, is to reveal who he is. And when you know who he is, you can start to live in that. Then you're less concerned about, we're saying, we, have to, we always say we have, to, we have to take our eyes off of ourselves. Well, it's easier to do that if I'm focused on one, someone else who I know is good. And so when I discover who God is in the midst of Scripture, I get to discover the goodness of God. And so what does Jesus reveal about the Father in this? This is the, the debtor who, who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, he was going to be sold. And he begs, be patient and I will pay you back in full. And the master had so much compassion on him, he didn't say, okay, you can pay me back in full. No, he said, I forgive you the entire debt, the entire loan. The entire loan. And then notice at the very end, it says, his master summoned him and said, you wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. But he didn't beg him to forgive the entire debt. He said, just be patient with me. But notice that it was the master's decision to forgive the entirety of the debt. It was the master's decision. When you go to confession, all you're doing is going in and saying, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. And he forgives your entire debt. It's not just that he forgives sin, but he forgives the, the, that thing which he, the just punishment, we say, Lord, forgive because of your just punishments that would be due to me because of the sin. So he forgives our entire debt. And when we start to discover that God isn't a, a penny picker, He's not one to, to just try to figure out what, what part of me he can get at. When I figure that out, when I realize that, I get to start living in the, the, the generosity of God. And not the presumption. This isn't like, oh, well, I, I can commit sin because I know that God's going to forgive me. That's not what I'm talking about. But that when I do commit sin, there's no shame. And how does this affect us in our life? Because then when I look at others, I become less judgy. Mm, be nice if we were that, huh? A little less judgy. Right? When I see people in church and I'm like, they should be wearing more clothes. They should be wearing different clothes. They should be wearing different masks. They should be wearing different... Never thought we'd preach about that, huh? We should, we should be... We judge others. We look at others and we judge them. Why? Because I don't feel like that I'm forgiven. I don't feel free from sin. So I start to, to, to project that, if you would, upon others. But the only way that's going to get healed, because we can say it all we want, I just got to stop judging others. I just got to stop judging others. Good luck. But until we turn and face the one who has no judgment toward us when we come to him in humility, then we will, if we don't, we'll continue to have judgment. But if we do we'll find ourselves becoming more peace, more at peace with ourselves and with others. We become more patient with others. We become more kind to others because we realize the great kindness 
God has with us. So let's ask him for the grace. The grace that the Holy Spirit gives to us of gentleness and kindness. Those fruits of the Holy Spirit that he grows within us when he comes to us in Holy Communion, when he comes to us in Confirmation, when he comes to us each and every day as we ask him.